Enlighten Me, the podcast everyone is talking about with your host, Julian, where wisdom, knowledge, and experience meet the public. And we're live. This is your host, Julian on Enlighten Me. Today, we're going to talk about topic, nice guys finish last. I'm sure y'all are familiar with that, but before we start that, if you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Enlighten uh, Me, as well as Google, Apple, and Spotify. Just search Enlighten Me. 10 platforms, 50 countries. And now we got subscriptions. I got two subscriptions for 99 cents. I'm trying to get that $4.99 and that $9.99. Today, I got two interviews with me. How you doing, Micah? Or Diddy. Diddy. <laughs> Diddy, either or. Either or is good. Um, what's going on? Um, 33 years old, Air Force veteran. Spent some time in Afghanistan, so I got some some more experience. Uh, I have an associate's in behavioral science, and I have majority of my college credits in communications. I'm working towards my bachelor's, and I have a profound fascination with philosophy, psychology, communication in general. I do writing and photography in my free time. So anything that incorporates those principles, I'm your go-to guy. Christina, <laughs> you mind introducing your, what's up, you right, you okay? I'm Christina, uh, <laughs> from, originally from Charleston, South Carolina, um, but currently I'm in South Atlanta. I am a medical assistant by day and a model by day, sometimes nights, depends on the shoot. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But um, yes, uh, amputee model at that. I've been an amputee for 17 years, um, and I'm a mom to a five-year-old. Yeah, we just did a podcast on that not too long ago. Sure did. So we're going to start with you, Christina. Why do you think nice guys finish last? And do you believe that in terminology? Well, I mean, I feel like if it's, a general statement you know it, I mean if you want to be specific I when I first when I hear that like you know saying I really think of sex I know it might be bad Whoa. to think that but I honestly think of sex oh, we getting, it's starting off right Gosh, <laughs> that's not okay alright yes that's what my mind goes to So, you, are you saying a nice guy in the bedroom that's what you're saying that's what I think yes and so, then it will can, like if it starts in the bedroom can you please turn over is that like that is that you're about? No, I feel like if you just like it's if it starts there I mean it's not gonna start there every time yeah, I was say hello. like that every time <laughs> but generally speaking you know, if you are okay with that and you're considerate of the next person or whoever, I mean, yeah, that's that's what I think about. So what? What is, I've never heard before. What is a nice guy in the bedroom? Like, what is this? I don't know. You know what? You know what? You know what? Not hitting you with a brick. Like, what? Are we, <laughs> what is a nice guy? I don't know. Somebody that's patient and. So you want somebody aggressive and throwing you against the wall? Yeah, okay, so it kind you ain't of go depends depth, on the day. <laughs> it depends on the day. Oh, it depends on the day and the hour. But so, so what? You didn't really. What's a nice guy? And I've never heard this before. So now I'm intrigued. I never heard this be. Well, I've heard this saying before, but I feel like it's always been 
you know, directing to sex. So you just want a, a generally an aggressive man, a little bit more aggressive in the bedroom. No, uh, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, basically. Okay, okay. Michael, do you think this uh this this whole status quo of nice guys finish last is nationality thing? Do I think it's a nationality thing? An actual? I said actuality. Oh, and I put a- thing on the back. <laughs> An actuality. <laughs> I. What I think is important here is we we have to define what the race is, you know. So to Christina's point, you know, if we are talking about sex, then I I do think it kind of depends on the 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 perception, right? Because mm-hmm. if you have people that are I guess more confident in themselves and we kind of see the more aggressive types to be a bit more confident in themselves. So if they're putting themselves in situations to be seen more, then that's going to increase their chances. Whereas mm-hmm. we know maybe, you know, the stereotypical nice guy, he may be the more shy guy and therefore doesn't put himself in those many or as many situations. You know, if we're talking about, you know, whether or not somebody gets to have sexual relations with the woman or not. So do I think there's some merit to that? In some ways, yes, I do. But again, we have to define like how, how the woman defines nice. Well, it's funny you say that because you said a guy that stands out and is confident, correct? Yeah. So usually, I don't know, this, this was a thing. This still may be a thing. Women would gravitate towards the bad guys. You know, the, the the thugs, the gangsters, you know, gang solution, all that stuff. Like they would gravitate towards those type of guys because they seem confident. They're outspoken. They move in a sense of almost urgency. But but the guy, the millionaire, the guy to sit back and chilling, you know, he's he's subtle with who he is. He knows what he brings to the table. So he doesn't boast about it. So he moves in silence. So I think that I think that's where a lot of things come from, because there's a meme like that. It's a nice guy trying to give a girl flowers, and she wants a bad guy with the do rag and the backwards hat and the chain. And then later on down the road, she wants the guy that the nerdy oh, guy, yes. as you could say, definitely making making all that money. And it's crazy because one of the guys that was supposed to be on the podcast like last week, the one we're in the chat with, Micah, mm-hmm. that's what happened to him. Mm. Yeah, he's considered nerdy, and now he's making uh six figures, and now these girls want him. Were these the the same girls that rejected him before? Yeah. Oh, well. Okay. Back then, they ain't want me. Well, I mean, in that kind of like a like a, I guess a contradiction to being a nice guy. If you are even entertaining women that didn't want you when. You know, you weren't in the spotlight. No, he's not even entertaining them. He he told me he's like, oh, he's, he, oh he knows. Oh, he's just saying. Yeah, it's the same thing with Donald Glover. Nobody respected Donald Glover, you know. And we'll even go back to the the black premise. None of the black women wanted to date him because he was nerdy, and that's this is what he claimed. And then as soon as he blew up, made a little bit of money, and he got a Caucasian or white wife. Now everybody's saying that he's a sellout. He's like, no, I, I tried dating y'all. Y'all didn't want y'all didn't want me. And the same with this individual that I was talking about before. He said nobody wanted him because he's nerdy and now he makes money. So money talks. 
I literally just had a guy friend tell me that the other day. That no. black women don't want him. Or because he's because he's nerdy or what? I, I I I mean if I look, if you looked at him, I mean, he may not call himself nerdy, but if you had, like, you know, Gosh, damn. yeah, by his persona, you know, his persona, his demeanor, he definitely is kind of nerdy, kind of like artsy, you know, not the average, you know, black. Hmm. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. And it's crazy because two weeks ago, I was talking to a good friend of mine. She said she couldn't date a nerdy guy. I'm like, so now this is all correlating for a bigger picture and it's making a lot of sense now mm-hmm. so is, is this nerdy guy the nice guy because he has to do what most people do or is he still a good guy that's finishing last based upon what he says and what he views I mean I think both do you think Michael do you think that uh, the perception of a nerdy or a good guy has lost his touch or is it just growing pains like girls want what they want they experience who they want and then they figure out who they want later on both <laughs> i i do also think it's both and i i do feel like it's important for me to kind of lay down my framework before we continue mm. because we're, we're, util- we're utilizing a lot of terminology that i feel like is a lot deeper than people realize and this is going to kind of heart back to the conversation that we had prior about there being genuine diversity within black mm-hmm. people that you're, you're going to have like subcultures within those people, you know, like that's, that's reflected in our style, you know, like people from New York don't just like people in California, people in California don't just like people in Florida, you know, like we need to be looking at that as as just so much deeper than just people dressing differently and understanding that these are genuinely different cultures that reside in this society. And social media has done a fantastic job of being able to show and reflect this diversity. I mean, look at the Facebook groups that are able to be created you have a facebook group and you've been able to connect with the like-minded individuals you're realizing that these aren't just like only like thoughts that we've had individually because they don't reflect the popular culture there are genuinely different entire thought groups that exist and social groups that i can create within my culture that defines my individual black experience so to me, that is what the totality of blackness means to me. So when you talk about somebody acting more black, no, it's not just like what's reflected in the popular media because we are this diverse. We, we can't just allow that to define mm-hmm. blackness because we are so much more than that. Mm-hmm. We are not just that. So you're saying we're basically crab barrel mentality. We're holding each other back based upon our experiences our perceptions and our actions on wanting to be individuals but at the same time the same culture well i'm just saying that we need to reckon like when she's talking about like black girls don't like nerdy guys okay it's not the totality of black girls because there are black nerdy girls that like black nerdy guys and that's literally what i told him (laughs) yeah and 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 we can you know we don't have to have like the like call it 
nerdy because of course that's going to have a negative stigma with us because that's been using a derogatory term but if we gave a more neutral name to it and gave respect to like just understanding that that's like a culture then you 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 now have pride in that it's not looked at as a negative thing like it's a recognition of hey this is a just a culture of particular black people that ascribe to this and you would call what is considered now black popular culture something else like ascribe something that doesn't diminish what is a different black experience so where does the respect factor come in because even though a nerdy girl and a nerdy man Mm -hmm. may gravitate towards each other but what is that why are they outcasted by the same culture in which they live in Uh, well i mean I do believe, I mean, you're going to have those people that are, uh, I mean, it's essentially our version of conservatives. Like they're they're going to ascribe to this particular ideology of what it means to be black. and, And that's fine. And that's like, if that's a culture that you would like to ascribe to, because of course it's going to have historically like black aspects to it because it's our experience like our culture is one of the only cultures in the entire world that's been formed under duress but we've managed to survive all the way up until this point and we've seen how like genuinely differently that we can like be you know like like we're, we're capable of having these conversations now saying that if you are a part of this beautiful thing that we call a a black experience then we genuinely need to recognize that we have different groups so people who aren't used to what's different they are going to respond negatively to that because in the i will admit of course there is going to be that predominant culture but you're also going to have people that are just so afraid of that change that they don't really know what to do with it. I mean, there was a news article like years ago that I read about how this black father shot and killed his son because he found out that he was gay. Mm. You know, and that's probably one of the, the biggest forms of fear of the unknown that you can get, that you would kill your own son. And they're is that homophobia culture that we have to admittedly exists within our culture. Do hmm. I think that in its totality defines us? Absolutely not. Because again, the LGBTQ community, that is a black experience. You cannot deny that. Mm-hmm. So then we'll, we'll get back to women as an in, in entirety. Yeah. Why do you feel like, and, it, and, and, and as humans, we're our innate, concept of negativity draws us in it gives us some type of mm-hmm. euphoric feeling and mm-hmm. things of that nature so that's why i always brought up that women are usually attracted to the opposite of what they want it may sound nice i want a nice trustworthy loyal man um holds the door open for me yada 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 and yeah. the end of the day that doesn't give you that type of euphoric feeling that you know stimulates your mind off social media uh, the bad girls club and those type of shows once sure. you enamor yourself in those type of I guess subjects or mat or subjects and matters in your life constantly you inhabit that lifestyle, and when you try to persuade yourself into something else, you're automatically going to gravitate towards the negative guy, the gangster, and stuff like that until it's too late, and you're like, "Whoa, where did time go?" 
and I'm I'm coming for you, Christina. Do you feel like you kind of constructed yourself in that type of social media or TV life aspect? No. When dating? No. Mm-mm, no. I didn't, and I mean, as a kid, I didn't watch a lot of um, those reality shows for too long to where it made me like act like that into life like into my own life um I think that I was being more influenced around like by like what was around me in my dating life and like what kind of guys I chose so did you usually choose the genuine man no no I chose the bad guys so what 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 what, like drew you into the bad guy exactly um I would say probably the thrill the, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Uh, the you know the excitement. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's boring, and this is the, some of the yeah, studies I read kinda, like a, a year ago. A it's boring. Calming. Yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's, it's calming. Like <laughs> you're gonna be loyal to me? What? <laughs> what? You're gonna be nice to me? Oh my god! Like, you're opening the door. And, really? and like things like that, women women want that. But again, y'all are. You have to be exhilarating. Ready for it also, so. mm, that you just solidified what I was trying to say. Yeah, you have to be ready for that. And this is why the world's backwards, right there. Yeah. What you would you say at this this day and age, or at this age, that um, you still want the nice guy? Or you want the bad guy? No, I definitely want the nice guy. So, what made you flip over to the nice guy? Um. I would definitely say understanding my worth and, you know, what I want out of life. What I just, the, you know. And the so-called, we'll say genuine. We won't even say nice guy no more. The genuine guy can uh, deliver that. Yeah. Mm. Did he, have you ever, like, experienced anything like this before? Like, you being a good, genuine, wholesome man towards a woman and she just wanted to act stupid and ratchet. Or just, you know, drew away from you. <laughs> want to curveball you. <laughs> Oh my bad. <laughs> or friend zone you. Yeah, that's dwelling in me. He's so Have I had those experiences? Admittedly, yes. Mm. But I just took it as she she has the right to She's feel different. something different. You know, I would much rather her pursue what she genuinely wants than to waste like, your time. Like be with me, but still like have that in the back of her mind. If that's what she wants. If that's what she wants right now, that's what that's what she wants right now. Mm-hmm. I, I want somebody that just wants me for me right now, and that's fine with me. Okay, I'm trying to think if that happened to me before. I don't know. I don't even know. It may have happened to me. It probably happened to me. It probably did happen to me. Probably didn't even know. <laughs> Sounds <that way. laughs> Probably didn't even know. Like I've, I've, um, I okay. When I was younger, long story short, I was like a little player, player back in the day, and then I grew up out of that phase. But yes, back in the day, the the some women did want me because I was a, I was a, a boy, naive little boy playing games with hearts and stuff like that. I seemed nice, but deep down inside, I was not. So I could I could see that I was on the other end of the spectrum. But I was tw- I was twenty one years old. And I didn't know what was going on in my life. Who does? Yeah, I ain't, I ain't start drinking. Hmm. Christine, do you have any questions for us on this nice guy or the genuine guy effect? I should have. 
now that I got you got me uh free for all right now. Mm, free for all. <laughs> mm, I don't know. Come back to me on that. Let me think of something. So do you when you see a, a guy out in public, is your first thing that you gravitate towards his masculinity, I'm guessing. That's the first thing you notice. First thing I noticed? Yes. No, yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say no, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because if, I mean, if I didn't see that, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm probably going to assume that you are some type of, you know, a little bit more feminine or, you know, metro. Really? Feminine? Or, or, or just on the less masculine side. And what 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 equates to that? His actions, his movements. I'm just saying you're just seeing him, and you you can just you can already visualize that and justify that. No, I don't think so. Not off the rip. Not like that. I mean, I would have to watch him a little bit. Gosh, damn. Not off the bat, because then that would be straight judgment. You know, I would definitely have to watch and you know, see how he acts in certain predicaments and situations. Maybe by his walk. Maybe by how he pick up a cup. Oh, that's damn. <laughs> <laughs> so he picked up the, the, the cup too slow? He's, he's soft? I don't know. Or is he smooth? Sometimes you can just, you know, you can just see it there. But it doesn't, I'm not, in, I'm not saying that he is any like I'm not saying like his sexual orientation is definitely gay. No, no, no. I'm just no. saying like if I know what I like, you know, I know what I like, the level of masculine, you know, and yeah. Oh, they're saying that so-called bad boys free the good girls from being good girls. Equality of I can act bad too with you. It's like freedom almost, as I just said like three times. Do you, do you agree? Mm, no. Mm, you I, don't want to rebellious can, and all that stuff? No, I'm not a man. <laughs> I don't think men and women should feel like they could do like the exact same thing like that. Like, well, a, well, I mean, if you're exp expressing your own inner rebel, like you see he does what he wants and how he wants. Oh, yeah, things. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But I no one to know about it though. <laughs> I feel like men are so like not that smart when they are like that, or they'll just fuck it up like really bad when they are being a rebel. Like we y'all take it to the one thousand extreme, we just go just a little bit. Hmm. So if I'm gonna be a player, I'm gonna be a player to like enough to where it's not a shit show. Y'all do it to it's like a shit show. Yeah, so y'all y'all basically understand the pain that it may be associated oh, with yeah. dating this person. Oh, but yeah. I just want this freedom feeling. I want to live vicariously through this man. Mm. So let me just jeopardize and waste my time. Gotcha. <laughs> Gosh damn. <laughs> where are we good the society i just y'all i'm just saying that's it huh i i'm trying to pinpoint some things and i i don't i can't i can't 
I don't know what to so say. So what do you think? Like, so what do you think? Like, what is that? Like, what is is? I mean, is that harsh? Is that like horrible? No, I mean, again, experience is the best teacher. I, I believe. Like, I can okay. tell you all day until I tell you, like, yeah, I experienced yeah, it. Yeah, this. So until you know for sure, and this is the problem that was going on with these dating apps as well. I did. I think I did a millennial dating, and I found out that women. Um, it's hard. It's harder for men to date with dating apps, and it's causing more virgins because women have a lot more higher standards based upon social media impact mm. and things of that sort and that caliber. So when you find that type of man, and all the women want that type of man, it leaves a lot of men who aren't able to date that type of girl. Right. Now I'm not saying everybody has their own picks and chooses; they can pick it who and choose who they like. But if everybody's trying to go for that certain girl, like what Mariah Carey, you know, or Maya, I just seen a picture mm -hmm. of Maya the other day. Gosh, damn. So if everybody's <laughs> going for that type of woman, it leaves a lot of men again on the sideline. So it's creating more virgins because now even rappers like 50 Cent, he's dating my boo right now. He He's able to find girls so much easier throughout the world on Instagram, where when social media wasn't anything, you wouldn't, you'd only spot them walking down the street. Right. One at one of a thousand chance, so that's what's going on with that. And so all the, I guess you'll say, more attractive people are actually being taken up. <laughs> yeah, I try to word it right, are being taken up more, <laughs> much more easier. Right. You know, even though women outnumber men, which is really interesting. Right. But everybody's everybody's their picks and chooses, and I think social media has an impact on us to mm -hmm. make us the judge, the jury, and the executioner on how harsh we are with what we want picky's okay but i think we're a little harsh on things in that nature granted nobody can connect anymore like marriage isn't really anything anymore it seems like mm -hmm. do you think uh did you think anything or can you uh, contest anything i said or agree with anything i said um i definitely <laughs> Well, this is going to heart back to a, a previous conversation about, you know, how our eyes are drawn to symmetry. So I do think that's going to correlate with what you're talking about, about how, you know, more attractive people are, you know, gravitating more attractive people. Yeah. Um, so, I, but I think that's the, the, the basis and the reason for that. But at the same time, you know, that also allows people who have a a voice or like talents, like genuine talent in other areas that despite the fact that they may, you know, look unattractive, their art can speak for themselves and they can get recognized in that way. And, you know, and sometimes that can be viewed as something to be so attractive that that could, you know, attract the partner that you find to be like somebody that's like a Instagram model or, you know, something like that. But you, you get what I'm saying. Like somebody of that caliber could fall in love with the art that you have that you can provide to the world. And it may compensate for the <laughs> lack of symmetry. Okay. So, so social media has opened up doors, like you said, in mm -hmm. other aspects of. For sure. Yeah. So talent. I, yeah, and so I, I do agree with you. I do think we also have to acknowledge like what it also has done like for for everyone. Man, it messed my mind up. All I kept seeing was booty. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you when I first downloaded Instagram, 
Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, I didn't know all this booty existed in the world. Like again, I was it was hyper stimulated. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I, I was like, okay, click, 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 and then I got tired of it. I was like, man, I'm tired of this booty. <laughs> he says lie. this. I ain't gonna lie, I was tired of the booty. Mm-hmm. But you can still a- appreciate the symmetry every now and then. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I pre- yep. Yeah. How you just put that in there? <laughs> oh, yeah, I appreciate. You know, I, yeah, I, yeah. I was a kid playing with uh, circles. I'm, I'm an adult now, looking at them. So we good. Oh my gosh. Oh my bad. My bad. These uh, circles, symmetry. Uh, hey man, I'm just saying. I think equally as much pressure as it puts on, you know, you know, for men, it does for women too. Like it's. Oh, for sure. Times, got, our times compared to my parents, they, you know, like on back is totally way more pressure. Oh, yeah. Way more. There's, pressure. there's entire studies. I want to say that Facebook knew that mm-hmm. it had detrimental effects towards like their teenage. Um, yeah. Mm hmm. They yep. knew about that, but they never <laughs> reported that. Yeah. So, I'm trying to tell you, absolutely. Yeah, I've been, I've been. A, everybody hates me, but I'd be like, no filter. They hate when I say no filter. And yeah, dysmorphia is a yeah. That's a, that's a genuine issue. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, there's well, teenagers or there's teens trying to commit suicide. Yeah, and and listen, preteens, uh, preteen pregnancies, the statistics for that is going down because. Kids are so socially awkward. Like they'll do it on a virtual, but in person, it's like, oh my god, what do I do? Mm. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. That's this is this is it. Social media is like so far from it. Like you know those you seen like TikToks where they say like after me and my friends post a picture, it's like thirty minutes of silence, or they'll like put like show people at a table and they're all like it's that's them mm. you know what yeah i can see that because i went on a date like a couple years ago and she kept being on her phone yeah so i left her with the check no i didn't no nah, i paid for it still but <laughs> I, I i can see i can see like again even back to the whole filter thing people i don't know why people hate me for this it, it it's to the point where tiktok has a no filter but it's uh, still a one percent, two percent filter. Yeah, it's still a filter on top of the no filter. Yeah, and now every other platform has to compete with that. So Facebook may do, or Instagram may do, three percent, and now TikTok rebuttals back with four percent, and it's something like this transcend from there. Yep. And I get it. People like it, but again, that's such a mind fuck, though. I, 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 I'm not like I've dated. I've gone on dates because I used to swipe my little life away on Tinder and everything and bubble. <laughs> and I've gone on dates and I'm like, oh, no, this this can't be what's going on right now. Yeah. No. Good person. Yeah. But this is not what I saw. What I saw. Mm-hmm. And if that makes you that person happy, I mean, I've talked to I've talked to somebody they're probably listening right now. I've I talked to somebody and they they had they had uh they were can vouching for filters and then i said hey post a picture and put no filter in the caption and then all the men were like yeah well, i agree i agree no filter so there you go she's listening i know she- <laughs> i know she's listening oh man <clears throat> mm. 
What? I mean, just those things off. And that if, again, if that makes people happy, so be it. But you, I, again, I got to compete with makeup, which is cool. You, as soon as y'all find the right sunlight, change your whole daggone. Not mine. Okay. <laughs> my my makeup and sunlight is actually great. Oh, okay. I digress. And then, you know, a filter on top of that, it's like three layers of the cake. Well. I don't know. I'm probably going to get uh, some hate messages, but it's okay. What it sound like? I'm probably just I'm probably not gonna read them. Yeah, don't read them. Don't put that into your soul. Nah, I'm probably I'm probably not gonna read. Them. Or I'll reply back. Thank you for for listening. <laughs> I appreciate that. Mm, that's funny. So, what do y'all think the dating realm's gonna go next? I, I think that we have seen, or maybe it's being more translated easier. Divorce, at least on social media, it seems like. But then again, the algorithm that algorithm is oh if your friend sees divorce you've seen divorce well let me send it to both of y'all again so i don't know exactly how it's going mm. yeah that's what's crazy now so me and you talk a lot christina and you like something it's like well christina likes it so and she talks to this gentleman a lot so let me send yeah, it his say, way too say the word and it and it it's yeah. gonna pop up in your feeds like i can talk about adidas a million dollars yeah a million dollars right mm-hmm. yeah something like that something like that hmm. well christina so when you look for a man what are some of the traits or attributes or characteristics that you look for exactly i look for someone that um just has a a good demeanor about themselves i don't like guys who are too um I don't want to say loud but like uh you know like if if you go somewhere with this person you don't have to feel like they're just kind of have to be the center of attention like every few minutes you know mm-hmm. um overbearing i guess overbearing yes that's the word Someone that's like not overbearing, you know, willing to go with the flow and chill if need be. Um, so would you say you're more of the active or you're more the chill? I can be really active, but then so I want, can be really chill. So you want to find somebody yeah. guessing both? A little medium, yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely a gentleman. I like to see, you know, doors being open. You know. Now, Pick up have you like if I need some help? So I opened this girl. I was telling somebody earlier this. Uh Fantasia, if you're listening, I was on her, I was like, I've opened doors. She asked me if I opened doors. I was like, Yes. She said, I told her, if I were to open a door, make sure or a gentleman opens the door for you, make sure you reach across and open the door for him. Mm-hmm. Have you have you done that before? No. Trust me. It's gonna it's gonna <laughs> change his life. Literally, but not it's gonna change. Wait, wait, so what? For my dad. Okay. Well, yeah, do it for the next guy you are dating or whatever. Reach across, and it's going to change his life because I didn't know I was a thing. So I was like, yeah, stand. I haven't had a door open for me in years. He's huh. a what? Yeah, it's probably been like a car door or like a door. Yeah, no, a door. Yeah, every once in a while. Every once in a it's while. 
Yeah, not like off. No, I'm not talking about if you run in the Wawa or Walmart, but like, no, I no, just, I'm like, like, okay, okay, yeah, no, I mean, like if I'm with a guy or does he ever, um, just one umbrella? Does he hold the umbrella so you can walk underneath it? Mm-mm. What in the hell? <laughs> what in the hell? <laughs> what in the well, that's that's what should be done. That's what sh- that's what you should expect. I <laughs> uh, don't say I wouldn't say expect. That's what should be done. That's what should be done. What about you, Diddy? Do you hold the door open or do the whole umbrella thing? Two text messages. Um, Good mornings. Rub the feet. Rub the booty. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I. Hey. I don't. It, it kind of. I, I I gauge the the feel of the individual because I want I don't want to be too no pun intended presumptuous of whether or not she would want me to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because you do mm. have some I I've known some um women who actually like really didn't want me to do that for them because they felt like, you know, if, if they're capable enough they can just do it themselves. Yeah. I'm like Damn. I, I respect that. So I, I just kinda get a a feel so I don't do it every time but I I do like to do that. You know what? Now you say that's true. I've 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 heard that before, <clears throat> and has I think that's happened to me. Yes, it's happened. Open the door. She said, I can hold my own door. I said, Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You you can pay for your own meal too. That's what I thought in my head. <laughs> that's what I thought in my head. Cause I was like, All right, where are we going with this? Let's Thank go all the way. Me. Keep going. Touchdown. So I was like, oh, Okay. And I and, and it offended her. And I was like, Okay. All right. I won't do it again. I apologize. It's a little awkward after that because that's just how I was raised. Like chivalry is not dead. People keep chanting that out. Chivalry is not dead. You know. Well, right. But we also have to understand that, you know, in especially in a culture or in a time period now where more women are becoming independent or they've been in situations in which they may have felt extremely vulnerable. So that sense of being able to do things more for yourself now could be a coping mechanism. That's something that we also got to take into consideration. So do you think a woman that wants that or is establishing that mindset, do you think they're ready to date? I mean, it's a healing process, you know? Mm, they're, they're, so they're, do you think they need to heal before they date? Uh, that That's tricky. It depends on the, <laughs> it depends on the individual do, because I do think there are people who can be compassionate enough towards some, some somebody's trauma. And there yes. may be some that are saying that you, if you wanted something with me, then you need to heal yourself first. I'm not going to say it's a hundred percent across the board, you know, for everyone. I'm going to say it depends on the individual. Mm, so when people are saying this, chanting or posting memes, heal before you meet me, you know, we're all a little broken. I don't think I'll it always it. works that way, though. No, nah, we're all a little broken. We're all a little damaged. Yeah. As you get older, you get beaten, bruised. Mm-hmm. Mm. So maybe we just need somebody that will help us carry some of the luggage. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, guys. <laughs> Let me see if I can edit that part out. I'm weak. <laughs> see that? Don't be doing that gushy stuff on that. Don't you be doing that. It. I mean, again, no, there's no perfect method to dating. And that's, that's what I'm scared of. Like, I post memes, but I, there's always a gray area. There's always other mm-hmm. possibilities, you know? There's no set profound way to do something for certain, you know? And I think we're 
fallen into that trap where it has to be a certain way. Like my man, like that whole, my man has to be, and again, this is all preference. My man has to be six one. He has to do this. Like that, that's cool. That's fine and dandy, you know, but that was just per, perpetuated by most rapper, female rappers or something like that. Even for men, she got to have a small waist with a big booty. You know, if she has that, that's what's up. You went in. But if she doesn't have that, she's still a nice <laughs> woman. And she can still help you grow in, <laughs> in many different ways. Yeah. Because I ain't going to lie. I, like I said, it was my booty era days. I was all about booty. And I started working out. And I was all about fitness with a big booty. And now I'm like, yo, I'd rather have a face and a great intelligent woman by my side so that can help me laugh and grow and teach me some things, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm good. <laughs> What are you laughing at? You're, what are you laughing at? Y'all are just being so sweet. I can't take it right now. Oh, shit. We about to end this shit. <laughs> <laughs> ain't fucking... No, that's... I mean, I wish more men had your outlook and your mindset because <clears throat> that, I mean, that would take you a long way. Yeah. No, it, it won't. For being... I mean, I have... Listen, I definitely... I understand what you're saying. It won't. It actually backfired on me a couple times. Mm-mm. No, it wasn't for you. <laughs> That's why I backfired. I, I've had, and did he listen to this? I've had women mm-hmm. tell me, and I had to talk to my sister about this because it was it was numerous times. They told me I intimidated them. What? And I, yes. I can see that. And I still got the text messages. I, they told <laughs> me, I'm trying to tell you. And I was like, well, I was like, man, I'm trying what to do everything weird. right. I'm trying to build a little empire. I'm trying to be a genuine man. You know, I'm trying to do everything in good faith. For sure. And, and they were like, you intimidate. I was like, why? And they're like, because you you don't need a woman. And I'm like, damn, she's right. But I want a woman. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I think I need a woman to help me see things in a different way. That's how I built my business. Like, y'all yeah. think completely different than me, myself, or any men. And that and then I got told that again. And I was like, yo, ain't no way me being a good guy is failing me. So I went to the club that night. A fail, though. Why would you look at it that way? Well, when you're trying to do everything right, like I, I was wholeheartedly doing everything right, and I was—I don't really talk to many people, so I was focused on myself, building yeah. and actually transcending. And when women are coming up to me saying, "Hey, you intimidate me," I couldn't date you. I'm just like, "What the hell? The hell going on here, devil?" So now, I, of course, I talked to two people, two of my good friends, and they were like, "Yeah, they're just insecure." Definitely, like it's not about you at all. Well, I at the time I ain't know because I ain't really talking oh. to nobody. So I was yeah, like, guys, damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all want a y'all want a good guy, y'all say. So that's when I was like, yo, I don't even know what's going on. I don't yeah. know what's going on in my life. Yeah, honestly, bro, I've genuinely been in the, the same position. Crazy. And said, yeah, like I was I was there before, without a doubt. And it it genuinely just took me some time to just be like you know, maybe there are some things that, that I need to resolve mm-hmm. first. Because if 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 I'm thinking that I'm the root cause of why this connection didn't work, like why am I placing all of that negativity on me? Why why am I mm-hmm. not acknowledging that person? So it just may be some aspect of internal healing there so that you can look at those situations as just not a totality of negativities see what i'm saying like like you're just looking yeah. at it oh this individual may not want a romantic relationship or like these particular advances but there are some aspects that i find likable is there still a platonic connection that i can 
maintain with this individual as opposed to wanting that sensation of companionship with that person see what i'm saying yeah i think yeah so one one was we were talking the other two were just random people that hit me up and i was like okay so yeah i I can see that and i and i did take a step back like you said and be like what am i doing why am i feeling this way i'm doing everything you know in god's grace and with good faith and with a genuine heart and i'm moving right you know what i'm saying ain't fucking nobody up on the way then i should be all right so yeah, it did take me a second. I stumbled a little bit. Hey, I've been there, bro. Hey, man. See, Christine, like men. I mean, I said men. Women think like men don't think things. We be thinking some things, dude. Uh, we, I, we be talking. Oh, we don't just talk about the booty. We talk about a lot of things. Ugh. Oh, and, trust me, I know. And the booty, brothers. I know. I, okay, okay. Talk okay. about yeah. I got you. This is all good stuff. It's such an open and free conversation. That's that's good. Yeah, I mean, we just trying to do right. Just, that's it. I want to see this podcast. This podcast grow. I do think, like you said, I do think it's a great thing. Oh, right. it is. It is, especially. Uh, damn, I gotta get the dude that we did. Um, which one did we do? Did he? Where the gentleman was telling about his past. Uh, Men in depression. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I think talking about mental health. Mental health. Men- mental yeah. health. That's what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got. Yeah, we got to do another one of those. Yeah. And then, Christina, you can hop on the next woman's mental health. Okay. Because everybody makes fun of me because I always be like, part two, part two. People be catching that. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna do a part two. And they're like, where's the part two at? Like, oh, damn. Yeah. But hey, that's just that's just more content, man. It's hey, like that's a hey, content generating content. Part two is coming one day, people. Yeah. <laughs> one day. It's coming when yeah. you tell you it is. Yeah. Yeah. One day. Yeah. I appreciate y'all hopping on here. Uh, y'all have anything to close out? Oh, which one, me? Yeah, either or. You know, Christina, you can go. I mean, I'm just, I'm just really um, impressed by y'all's conversation. You know, I, I grew up in a household where, you know, if you cried, if you showed, you know, any type of... Um, emotion that wasn't Mm -hmm. the normal standard be a tough boy and you know these conversations just weren't talked about and having a five-year-old black boy I am I'm just you know learning and you know I want to hear more so I can learn how to talk to him and prepare him for these kind of things you know I feel that a thousand percent I like that depth that's oh that's what's up. I wasn't expecting that thing. <laughs> yeah. Thank uh-huh. you. <laughs> hey, we're, we're, here, we're here for you. What about you, uh, Diddy? Yeah, nah, it's like the, 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 the feelings that we're all feeling right now, like this is, this is what it's all about. You know, these open, honest conversations because when, when you gain this sense of camaraderie at a much larger scale in our community then this is how genuine change happens yeah so this is why this is important yeah these are just regular conversations that people have thought or Mm -hmm. are thinking like we're not we're not famous you know we're not anybody special we're just people who are going through the same motions like everybody else trying to get through trying to grow that's all that's all the podcast is here for so people have an open voice and everybody's a story to tell so that's why it's here that's right 
That's right. I appreciate y'all coming on, and that's going to be us signing off. Appreciate you having me. Good night. All right, take care, y'all.